1: The most positive change I've made to marketing strategy for Think Bespoke since COVID is launching our Profile Essentials Masterclass for online learners. This ensures both business owners and job seekers are still able to access my LinkedIn training remotely and it's at a more affordable price. Our customer service strategy has also been essential as we've doubled down to focus on helping our clients make it to the other side. Taking the time to analyse where most of our business comes from has also allowed us to focus our marketing efforts where they matter most and to celebrate 10 years in business we've developed a thank you program for those who've helped encouraged or inspired us along the way this has been a lovely project involving knitting some treasures which i cannot name as it will spoil the surprise as gifts i've enlisted the knitting skills of my dear dad and it's been a very fun project to complete while being in lockdown here in Melbourne for the second time.
2: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Small Business First podcast. I'm Lucy Kippist, the editor of Flying Solo. Karen Hollenbach was the voice at the top of our intro today. Karen is a LinkedIn expert and the founder of Think Bespoke. She was sharing her approach to COVID business life. Next up is a small business news wrap of the week with Koshy's Business Builders editor, Cess Busby, and that's followed by my interview with Yellow Online account manager, David Costi, about the importance of creating an on-all-the-time marketing strategy.
3: says thanks so much for joining us. Oh, you're most welcome. Thanks for having me.
2: And what, what is the first story that we need to think about this week?
3: Well, the first story is a bit of a grim one. Um, it's off the back of some data from Guest Check-In, which is a startup that's been um, one of the first to provide services to restaurants and clubs and pubs, et cetera, to help them uh, do their contact tracking via a little app, Um, you know, scan your, your whatever, your barcode or your thingy, and then it pops up and lets you log your details in. Now, the data that they've collected is saying that one in 10 Aussies are actually giving incorrect data on the contact tracking forms. So that's a little bit discouraging and it says that um, the main concern that they seem to be have is in regards to their privacy so that's why they're not putting their real information on the forms which is really pretty ludicrous because the purpose of it is to you know <laughs> help locate people as quickly as possible if they happen to have come into contact with someone with coronavirus so How you want to have the right information yeah super disappointing and then 14 percent of the people have said that they didn't realize they had to do it because they've downloaded the covid safe app so they thought it didn't apply to them but the message is that's not the case you know you want to go to a pub or a club or a restaurant or a bar you need to be giving the person at the bar pub etc your contact information, like there's legislation in every single state now that mandates that those venues have to collect this information. They uh, keep it for between four to eight weeks and then it gets destroyed. And there's a $100,000 fine for any businesses that might want to try and take advantage of the fact that they've got people's information and misuse it. So I'm pretty sure people are not going to be doing that when they've got the threat of that over their head. Yeah. And yeah, really, people just need to get on board and make sure that they comply with the, the current legislation and provide their details. You know, if we want to get businesses back on, up and running and we want life to go back to normal. We need to be able to trace people in the community as quickly as possible that might have come in contact with someone infectious. So, Absolutely.
2: It's, it just seems yeah. ludicrous that anyone at this point in time would be trying to jeopardise that kind of information. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, what is number
3: two on the list? <laughs> number two is a little bit better. Uh, it's from a survey that Canva has done and they've found that eighteen, ten 10 Aussies have been worried about the future of small business. So what they've done is is decided to be proactive about it. And now they're consciously supporting small businesses by shopping small and shopping local instead of going to big right. chains. Right. Yeah. yeah Yeah, that's really good news. Um, 45% of them think that COVID has brought their community together and made their community stronger and that everyone's working towards helping each other. So that's more good news. And for people in the hospitality industry, it's particularly heartening, I think, because the data is showing that 6 in 10 Australians are regularly buying takeaway food. So yay for that. Yay for that. That's (laughs) great news yeah and canva said that um they've found a, uh in the last few months during covid they've seen a 66% uptake on the design templates for takeaway menus so everybody must be <laughs> vamping their their takeaway menus with some good looking canva pieces Such a good
2: idea. And, I mean, another, you know, that's another great example of all these little hacks and things that um, so many within our small business community are learning at the moment, um, just showing how nimble and, uh, you know, innovative we can all be. It's um, very
3: inspiring. It's super inspiring, especially when everyone's doing it so tough at the moment.
2: Absolutely.
3: Particularly our Victorian neighbours who are just having such a hard slog at the moment going into stage four lockdowns in Melbourne and Mitchell there's a little bit of a um, silver lining for those businesses in that the Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has um, announced that there'll now be $10,000 grants available to those businesses in the city of Shire who are facing the brunt of those tougher restrictions and um, they can apply for them now if they had previously applied to There was another series of grants called the Business Support Fund that they had going in Victoria to help businesses through COVID. If you've already applied for one of those, the good news is you don't have to reapply. Um, You'll just get an additional 10K whacked onto the money that you'll be receiving for that. If you haven't applied already, applications are open until the 14th of September 2020. So if you're one of those small businesses in Melbourne or Mitchell Shire, then go ahead, fill out that application and get yourself some much needed cash relief to try and help you through the next six weeks, which are going to be tough. It's
2: a really, it's um, a fantastic initiative. And yes, hopefully everybody that's listening that can can do that, will do that. Thank you so much, Cez, for um, the news this week and, and we'll talk to you again next week.
3: You're most welcome. See you.
2: One of the lessons of being disrupted by COVID has been the reminder of the power to remain truly flexible in our small business. A small business that can respond quickly to change in customer expectations and even, as many small business owners have done, considered a pivot, a radical change in the overall strategy of their business. David Costi is an account manager at Yellow, and he's here to talk to us about creating a marketing strategy that reflects this kind of on-all-the-time mentality. Welcome to the Small Business First podcast, David.
0: Hi, Lucy, and thanks for having me.
2: It's a pleasure. Now, it's been an absolutely exhausting year for everyone, so I think the notion of being on-all-the-time might need a bit of clarification. So I think it's important to say from the outset, that having a business that is on all the time doesn't mean that we're always working. So essentially what we're talking about is the value of creating a marketing strategy that is really responsible. Uh, responsive and also flexible. So for many small businesses, this has meant embracing remote work for the long term and for many others, a business pivot. I wanted to start by talking about how we can plan for continued remote work. What considerations do we need to make to our marketing strategy if this is what we intend to do?
0: Yeah, Lucy, that's a a really important question. So firstly, um, it's important to acknowledge that the change we've all gone through has been really significant in terms of the business disruption caused. Uh, The demand for businesses to pivot successfully, both in your business plan and marketing strategy, is now more important than ever. When working remotely, mobile technology plays a huge role in being able to access and manage your marketing strategy and measure your marketing effectiveness and results. Increased communications with staff, suppliers, and customers are even more critical to success. When a change of this magnitude happens like COVID-19, it shows just how much we rely on the information we are searching for online in being correct, relevant, and easy to find 24/7. Consumers in 2020 expect to find what they need when they need it online and fast. And they often find it through online directories like Yellow and search engines like Google. I've personally found that businesses who already had an on all the time marketing strategy in place prior to the COVID-19 scenario found that working from home transition did not impact their ability to attract, transact, with and service their valuable clients who engage with their brand online. It was just different to being in the office essentially. Businesses that didn't have this marketing strategy in place did find it more difficult to attract and retain new customers online. At Yellow, we make it easy to be found with an on all the time marketing strategy, delivering customers to your business across most marketing channels, including Yellow, Google, social media, digital display ads, digital remarketing, live chat and pocket office. Pocket office essentially being a customer relationship management tool which potentially can help businesses manage their relationships with their clients. As many people are now working remotely, these are also, uh, this is also meaning they're spending more time online um, and demand has also increased, meaning more opportunity to be found online for your products and services.
2: Yeah, you've made some excellent points there. Do you think that the size or the, the age of our business has any impact on this planning?
0: Yes, Lucy, it can. And no two businesses are the same, actually. At Yellow, we spend time in consultation with business owners to understand these factors and recommend an effective marketing strategy designed to achieve your individual business goals. As an example, you may have just opened a small business and need to advertise more to attract as many new customers as possible, ensuring that your business has success from day one. Or you you may be an existing business with repeat customers, referrals, and existing relationships. So your marketing plan may be more focused on a top-up strategy aimed at attracting new clients to replace those that may have moved, or you may have lost to a new new competitor in your area. Did you know that almost half of your suburb's population relocates to a new suburb every five years? This in itself could result in the gradual reduction of customers and sales to your local business if you don't have an effective marketing plan in place to replace those customers. Most importantly, you need to ensure that people who are new to your suburb can find your product or service online easily and at any time.
2: Now um, let's just have a talk about um, the small business pivots because many small businesses in our community have found themselves having an excellent advantage in terms of making a pivot at this time during the COVID challenge because by nature our businesses are quite nimble and we're ready to respond. What's your advice for anyone considering that kind of move in our current climate?
0: Yeah, look, I say, you know, really go for it. Um, It's actually now or never in most cases. Um, the opportunity could be lost. Um, Of course, do your research. Plan, plan and plan again. Uh, Seek the advice of experts in the field and trust the data. I also believe it's important to manage fear and anxiety through change and also to put it into perspective that it does require hard work. Remember, it's okay to not know how everything will pan out. Instead, rely on making data-driven decisions pivot, adjust as you go and further refine what you do and how well you do it in an ongoing basis.
2: And and David, what do you see as the value in in making this kind of change for a small business owner?
0: Yeah, there's a lot to be gained from this. As long as you have a detailed plan, uh, effective marketing, of course, and achievable goals together with the right people and advice for your business. I see the value in this for small business owners as increased self-confidence, the feeling of success, customer satisfaction, staff and supply relationships, knowing that you've been successful through one of the toughest times in business, and that it will only get better if you continue to stay focused and pivot to capitalize on any opportunities.
2: And I guess um, this sort of answers what you've just said, but what what do you think is the most common obstacle that people face in trying to um, undergo a pivot?
0: Look, it's not always easy. Um, Let's be honest, but sometimes it's as simple as considering, you know, where do I start? Who can provide some sound and trusted advice for what I need? Um, How do I need to market my business? Who should I speak to? How can I manage my own self-talk as well in a positive way for some positive outcomes? could simply be, can I afford it? Or even, can I afford not to do it, which is often the big one.
2: So so now we're on board with um, the strategy, let's talk about next steps. So what would be our first priority when it comes to making changes to our marketing strategy, whether we are actually working at home or we have decided to pivot?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. So firstly, I'd spend the time to understand what your current marketing is doing for your business before you make any changes. It's actually working for you or not. Um, Do you understand how it's working for your business? How much does it cost to generate a sale? What is my return on investment from the sale? How do I keep the client engaged with my business and generate future sales and referrals? Do I appear online for what my customers are searching for? When I do appear online, are we appearing with the right messaging, call to actions and enticing them to visit our website? Once they visit the website, are you saying and presenting the information that your customers are looking for? What are your competitors saying and doing online, to name a few?
2: And given the challenges of our current climate, do you think it's important to change how long we are making these changes? So, for instance, um, usually where we would consider a 12-month marketing plan, is it better to cut that back at this point to six months?
0: Yeah, this is a very important question, as most businesses are continually needing to change and evolve to compete effectively online. Uh, It's okay to have a 12-month overarching marketing strategy, in my opinion, but I'll break this down into a marketing strategy plan and review this every three months. At Yellow, we also recommend that you track and measure your marketing performance results on a monthly basis. This will help ensure that you remain on track to deliver against your sales revenue goals for the month, and have the ability to modify your messaging or make any seasonal adjustments to your marketing as you go.
2: Okay, so you're setting that plan for six months, but essentially you're checking in with yourself every four weeks.
0: Correct, because the more, the more you, you look at the numbers and the more you understand your results, uh, the better position you'll be to make adjustments and changes that will ensure you're on track for your marketing goals. Mm-hmm.
2: Is there anything else that we need to consider?
0: I guess uh, you've got to know your competitors and what they're doing to be successful in their marketing. Know your market well and don't be afraid to change with the market and pivot where required. If you'd like to find out more, speak with us at Yellow, and we help make your marketing relevant, simple and effective. We'll also track and measure your results.
2: Thanks for joining us, David.
0: Thanks, Lucy.